Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Organizational Rankings for the Cardinals organization. Today, we're going to go over the catchers. Uh, this is a pretty deep group. I don't think there are a lot of organizations in baseball that have the catching depth that the St. Louis Cardinal has. Now, most of these guys will probably maximize out potential-wise as backup catchers. But there aren't a lot of teams in, the, in baseball that have that kind of potential from catchers. Uh, it's a really, really fun and exciting group. Now, I'm sure I don't need to tell you this, but Carson Kelly is not part of this group. Uh, he exhausted his rookie eligibility in 2018. And again, we're not going over the players that have already made a major league debut. So number one on this list is Andrew Kisner. Now, you guys all know that I love Andrew Kisner. Uh, offensive first, contact first, oppo gapo first. Uh, right-handed hitting catcher. It was kind of a tough defensive year for Mr. Kisner uh, in 2018. It seemed like the some of the gains that he made in 2017, especially in the Arizona Fall League, were somewhat lost in 2018. Now his arm is still really good. You're going to see that he lit up a lot of stolen bases. Most of those stolen bases were on the pitchers, believe it or not. The Cardinals have a little organizational issue with pitchers taking too long to get to the plate. Uh, and, and all of the Cardinals catching prospects really struggled with it, especially the ones that played at the higher levels. Uh, but anyways, Andrew Kisner has a beautiful, short, compact swing that's all about the double. It's all about pushing the ball to the right center, uh, center field gap. Uh, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Now, he, again, even offensively, he took a step back in 2018. The power wasn't there. You know, in 20, uh, let's see, in 2017, he had 12 home runs. Last year, he hit seven. Uh, he has more power in his body than that. He the, Okay, so the problem with Andrew Kisner is that he's beholden to what happens with Yadier Molina and Carson Kelly. He was passed over for a promotion early on in the year uh, to Memphis from Springfield. And then when he finally got the promotion to Memphis, he raked. And even though he was raking, when Carson Kelly finally got sent back down, he got sent down. To, uh, Kisner eventually got sent from Memphis to Springfield. And it really worked against him. He never really had a chance to get settled. And you could see that in his stat line. I would say that in 2018, Andrew Kisner struggled. And when you look at a hitter who hit, oh, let me pull up the stats. When you look at a hitter who hit as well as he did, he still hit like 310 on the year. Uh, still got on base at like a, a, a 340 clip. Uh, when his down year is that, it goes to show you how talented of a hitter he is. He needs to continue to make gains defensively. Again, last year was a small step back. His arm's good. Uh, his, play, his pitch calling's good. It's just everything else needs to continue to progress positively. Number two on our list is Dennis Ortega. Dennis Ortega is a 21-year-old catcher who played all season, spent all season at the uh, the full season A-level Peoria. Now, Dennis Ortega is a defensive first catcher. His offense is coming a long way. You're starting to see some of the pop. Uh, Ortega has an amazingly great arm. He's a good game caller. Uh, on the backfields, he seemed like a general, the field general type that you would want, but apparently that is part of his game that kind of took a step back at Peoria in 2018. Uh, what I'm getting at with Dennis Ortega he has the body that you would hope for out of a catcher. He has the fear of the league that he's catching in because of his reputation as being a really good defensive catcher. His offense is coming along. He dealt with some injuries that kind of derailed his year uh, while doing a timeshare with our next man up on the list. And uh, I'm really anxious to see what the, 20, the age 22 year has in store uh, in 2019 for Dennis Ortega. I really like Ortega. Number three on our list is an 18-year-old catcher named Ivan Herrera. Now, I have a GIF embedded into the article that you're going to want to see. It's of Ivan uh, playing catcher. And you'll see that he is a pretty okay catcher for being 18. Now, he spent the last part of his 2018 season at Springfield. It's a tough assignment. He only got a couple of bats. I think he started two games. Maybe he only played two games. I don't remember. Uh, but... 
that the Cardinals were willing to give this 18-year-old the smallest shot at the end of the year at double-A kind of gives you an idea of just how good his bat is. He has a short, compact swing. I worry about his plate coverage, to be honest with you. I think that that's my one area where I'm a little concerned. Uh, but he doesn't strike out a lot. In 2018, his strikeout rate was about 16%. His walk rate was 8.5. Those are numbers that you want to stick with, that you hope continue to progress and stay about that as he moves throughout the organization. Uh, short swing, surprising amount of pop. Not like extensive pop. He's not Mike Piazza back there, but he does have an intriguing amount of pop that you would expect an 18-year-old to develop as he continues on. He'll start the year at Peoria almost certainly in 2019, and uh, he could very well be the prospect in line to replace Yadier Molina in 17 years when Yadier retires finally. Number four prospect on our list is 20-year-old Zach Jackson. Now, more than likely, Zach Jackson is not a catcher long-term. He's a big boy. He's like six foot three, six foot four behind plate. Uh, he's a little slow getting up. He, his knee, his, his lower half work is kind of slow. It needs quite a bit of work. More than likely, you're talking about a guy who is a first baseman in the long haul. But he's also really interesting because he walks a lot and he has surprise pop. Now, he also struck out uh, about... 33% of the, about eh, 34% of the time in 2018, and that's terrible. Did walk quite a bit, uh, does have interesting pop, uh, but look, I don't need to tell you any player that strikes out 33% of the time doesn't have much in the way of a future. He needs to clean it up. He needs to get better at pitch recognition. He needs to be better at making contact uh, on in pitchers' counts, especially against like-handed pitchers. Uh, Zach Jackson's a little ways away. He's still young, but uh, there's a lot of improvement to be made. Number five on our list is Jeremy Martinez. Jeremy Martinez is a 23-year-old out of the uh, uh, University of Southern Carolina, or Cal Southern California, USC. Uh, he is a contact, low strikeout, uh, modest amount of walk, you know, 9%, pretty good amount of walks, actually. I say modest, but I'm a moron. Uh, a good amount of walks, type hitter, short swing, all that stuff, uh, doesn't get fooled very often, expands his strike zone with two strikes, you could tell he doesn't like being struck out. I think his his rate last year was about 11%. Uh, he, look, he is not great. Like, he's an okay backup at the minor league level who could potentially, with a little, uh, a little growth, be an interesting candidate as a backup role in a major league roster. Uh, but he's just kind of like a do-it-all catcher. Uh, again, not a whole lot to blow you away, but enough to hold his own at the minor league level. He did not fare particularly well in the Arizona Fall League, uh, but we'll see where it goes from there. Look, he's been a valuable part of the organization since being drafted. He's backed up Carson Kelly and Andrew Kisner, he, Steve Barron, too. He's, uh, he's filled some vital roles for the St. Louis Cardinals organization since being drafted. Uh, and his bat never really gets fooled. It doesn't do much, but it doesn't get fooled. Our next man up, now again, I passed over Carlos Soto, uh, Jose Godoy, Brian O'Keefe, some really interesting names, some good guys. Uh, McCarvel and Chinea are more first basemen now than they are catchers or outfielders. Uh, so they kind of got lost in the fray. So with our next man up, I went with Julio Rodriguez. And truth be told, Julio Rodriguez, 21-year-old, he was kind of in a timeshare with Dennis Ortega at Peoria. More of a backup than a timeshare, but... Pretty well evenly split, actually, uh, for the backup role. Uh, 21 years old, and, you know, he's probably just as talented as Ortega is defensively, but he might be more consistent. Uh, you watched him down the stretch, and he was kind of an anchor. He also calls a really good game. What impresses me most about Julio Rodriguez is his swing, his, his hitting mechanic. There's some pop in there. 
2018, he had eight home runs and 306 at-bats. That's pretty solid. And to be honest, because of his weight and size and swing and approach, I think that that has a staying power. Now, he also had a 288 on on-base percentage, and that took a huge hit in the second half of the year. Uh, when he started playing every day, when Ortega was hurt, he was exposed a little bit. But I like Julio Rodriguez. Again, he has backup catching potential. If all of a sudden he starts hitting for crazy power and his defense stays the exact same, he might end up being having the potential to be a starter at the major league level. But a 21-year-old who holds his own, just like Dennis Ortega, at the full season level upon first tasting the full season level is really impressive. Again, we just we covered six catchers in the organization that are all really impressive prospects. That bodes well for the Cardinals long term. Uh, that's it for me. I am Kyle Reese. I'm your host for Birds on the Black for everybody at Prospects After Dark. Uh, I hope you enjoyed tomorrow. Come back. We'll go over the first base prospects, buoyed heavily by a 2018 draft pick. Uh, and that's really all I have. So for everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at uh, uh, Birds on the Black, I am Kyle Reese. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And as always, happy hunting.